Hello, I'm Rhonda Nowak for the Mail Tribune and Rosebud Media. This is The Literary Gardener for February 6, 2020. The topic this week is Springs Right Around the Corner To Prune or Not to Prune? That is the question. To prune or not to prune, that is the question. Whether it is nobler in the mind to suffer the slings and arrows of outrageous bushes or to take loppers to a sea of branches and by cutting shape them. William Shakespeare, Hamlet, the original version, Act 3. Most of us are familiar with Hamlet's to be or not to be soliloquy. However, in an early version of the play, Shakespeare has Hamlet pondering the pros and cons of pruning shrubs. On one hand, Hamlet notes that cutting the crossed branches and the wayward growth that shrubs are heir to, tis a consummation devoutly to be wished. On the other hand, Hamlet frets, to prune, perchance to kill, eh, there's the rub, for in those cuts of wood what branches may fall when we have chopped off the wrong limb must give us pause. Four hundred years later, pruning still strikes fear in the hearts of many home gardeners and orchardists. Yet, now that late winter has arrived, gardeners may venture bravely forth armed with clean, sharp pruning tools and essential knowledge about the growth habits of their trees and shrubs. There are four types of pruning tools. Hand shears are for tasks that involve cutting wood up to one and a half inches in diameter. Long-handled loppers are best for harder-to-reach plants. A toothed pruning saw is good for cutting thicker wood. And head shears, which look like giant scissors with straight blades, are the tool to use for trimming formal borders. All of these pruning tools are now available in cordless battery-powered implements, something to consider if you have a lot of pruning to do or your hand strength is not what it used to be. However, rechargeable batteries can leak harmful metals into the environment, so be sure to recycle them properly when they finally give out. Manual pruning shears and loppers are made with either of two kinds of blades. Anvil blades work like a knife for use on dead wood. Bypass blades work like a pair of scissors and are the most effective tool for making clean cuts in living wood. Timing is important when it comes to proper pruning, as with delivering soliloquies on stage. Pruning fruit trees in late winter while they are still in the dormant stage spurs abundant new growth in the spring and helps to increase flower and fruit production. The root system sends up energy in springtime, so the tree will soon be able to heal pruning cuts effectively and ward off pests. On the other hand, there are a couple of advantages to pruning in early spring after the buds break open. Now it's easier to see winter dieback that needs pruning. Also, slowing down growth from spring pruning is useful if you want to make a larger fruit tree more compact. There are two types of pruning cuts, each with a different purpose. Heading back cuts are used to shorten the branches, thus creating a fuller, sturdier plant. Heading back cuts should be made by pruning the branch to the desired length just above an outward-facing lateral growth node, which is where the bud will emerge. Thinning cuts are used to create a more open tree for increased sunlight and air circulation.
Thinning cuts should be made just outside of the branch collar, which is the raised tissue where the branch attaches to the main trunk. Most fruit trees grown in home orchards will produce best when they are pruned in an open-centered vase shape. Center branches are cut all the way back, and then three or four primary scaffold branches are headed, so they will produce secondary and tertiary limbs. OSU provides a free, useful guide on its website called Training and Pruning Your Home Orchard for more information. The right time for pruning shrubs depends on when flowering occurs and the type of growth that produces the flowers. Most spring blooming shrubs, including forsythia, lilac, and azalea, grow flowers on year-old wood. Prune these shrubs after flowering has finished. Summer blooming shrubs, including mock orange, spirea, and viburnum, produce flowers on shoots from the current year. So they should be pruned in late winter or early spring as new growth emerges. Always prune flowering shrubs judiciously, keeping in mind the original Hamlet's meditation. The lopsided woody from whose shape no beauty returns puzzles the will and makes us rather bear those shrubs we have than shape them to something we know not of. And that's it for The Literary Gardener this time. Thanks so much for listening and happy gardening.